0: I, uh, I do it when I watch commercials. I do it when I watch movies. I do it when I watch my grandkids play. Um, this morning I've done it a couple times, <laughs> and I'll probably do it more. Uh, ladies know what I'm talking about. They're probably pretty good experienced at it too. But uh, little boys and men don't think they have this conquered yet. They've been told since they were really little that boys don't cry. And uh, boys do cry. Um, with all due respect, they do cry, and sometimes they cry and cry. In the psalm, I want to go to Psalm 56. Sorry, see, I'm already crying. <laughs> psalm 56. Okay. 56 8. And David is talking and he's praying and he's expressing his confidence in God's mercy. And he expects deliverance from his enemies and how sorrowful he feels. And he says, God, you keep track of my sorrows. You collect all my tears in your bottle. You have recorded each one in your book. Um. The definition for sorrow is deep distress, sadness, a regret for the loss of someone we love. In King James Version, it states, you number my wanderings, you put my tears in your bottle, are they not in your book? In um, Greek and Roman times, the custom was, if someone that they loved died, the the mourners or the mourn people standing around, they would actually cry and catch them in little vials or wine sacks or whatever they had available. And during the funeral process, they would take these vials of tears that they shed and buried them with that, that person. Um, these were called lacrimati, I can't even pronounce I'm going try. Um, and they were offered to the tomb of the deceased. But when we are in distress, deep sadness, sorrowful, it's natural to cry. God takes those tears and puts them in his bottle. Amen. What he does, what he does that really means. It's it's this picturesque thing that he's got this bottle, and he's hearing us, and he loves us so much that he puts our name on that bottle, and he stores them in heaven. He knows your sorrows. He knows your struggles. He sees those tears, every tear. Sorry, this is just a tough one. Uh... He knows the cares of the birds in Matthew 7:26, It says, look at the birds that they don't plant, they don't harvest, they don't store foods in barns, and your heavenly Father feeds them. So certainly he knows and cares for his children in our situation. God has a collection that he has collected of your tears. Some of us may only have a dropper full. Some of us They have a baby food jar full. A gallon, maybe. A uh, (laughs) a barrel. Uh, Some, you feel like you're drowning in your ocean. Uh, It doesn't matter how much we cry, it is all somewhere in heaven. And each tier matters. He has a store. They're in heaven, and he knows where your bottle is. And when you shed those tears over a lost loved one, he knows and cares about your tearful experiences related to your wayward children, to the things that are tearing our heart. Scripture also describes God recording your tears. He doesn't just collect them. He makes account of them. He has a ledger that he writes them down. Not so that he can remind us about them and say, oh, you know, you've cried over this, and you should cry some more, you're not done yet. No, he takes those so we don't have them anymore. He takes them and writes them down so we can give our sorrows to him. We can give him our tears. We don't have to carry them. We don't have to keep them on us. So we're all burdened all the time. You know, I always hear people say, you know, it's good to cry. It's cleansing, you know. And we were joking about it this morning. Um, It is a release. And it is um, a cleansing of your soul and stuff. I met a woman in Massachusetts where we went to church. And um, an elderly lady came to church. I'd take her home because she didn't have a car. I think we even picked her up going there. I don't even remember her name. But One of our drives, taking her home, she said something. I was crying about something. I don't even know what happened. And she goes, you know, that's a blessing that you can do that. And I said, are you kidding me? (laughs) I cry at everything. Well, that's not a blessing. I consider it a curse. And she says, I have this dry eye thing. She says, I haven't cried in 20 years. She said, I've tried. I've tried to think of the most saddest thing that could possibly happen. She says, I can't cry. I haven't been able to cry. She says, I pray to God that he would give me that ability to cry. She says, I I respect that in you, that you can just (laughs) cry, you know. And she said, and I pray that someday I would be like that. And so I said, oh, you know, I could give you, you know, part of mine or whatever. We kind of joked about it. But, you know, that is kind of sad that she couldn't even cry when she wanted to cry. And, uh... Another time in my life, uh, working with these headaches and stuff, when you go to the doctor, and the first thing they say is, oh, you're depressed. You're depressed. You need to get undepressed so your headache will feel better. And it's like, no, the headache, the depression, that's the way it goes, you know? And they're like, no. So he talked me into taking Prozac for a while. I don't even, Cliff knows this or not, but he didn't like me taking medicine, so I didn't tell him. So I took This Prozac, I'm like, all right. It was, like, new on the market about 20 years ago. I'll take this Prozac. So I took it, you know, just, oh, yeah, this is getting better. It's getting better. And about six months later, my best friend's mother died, and she came to me sobbing and crying, and I had no reaction. I was numb. I was like, wow, it stinks to be you right now. You know, sorry. And I could—I had no emotion, and it dawned on me: we have to be emotional creatures. We have to have that. And so, at that point, I'm like, "No more Prozac for me." I didn't like that feeling. That's not who God created. That wasn't me. You know, i um, god created me to be sensitive. Unfortunately. <laughs> so, um, uh, where was I? So, how much we cry—it's all somewhere in heaven. He has a, st- a store for them. And um, he knows when you've shed those tears over lost loved ones. And he knows and he cares about your tearful experiences. Um, Scripture also describes recording your tears in a scroll or a ledger. The reason God places our tears in a bottle is that we don't hold on to them. No matter how good of a swimmer you are, you can't swim through your ocean of tears. that you were experienced in a lifetime. Therefore, God places him in a bottle with your name on it, and you don't have to keep swimming. Because God knows and cares about you, you know, he is for you. The psalmist declares this, I know he is for me. Then when your tears flow down and your cheeks are wet, he's counting and writing every one of those down. Pouring them up. I know God has such a reassurance and such a declaration of his love. What a comfort that your tears, you can trust them to him and praise him that he takes them from you. Uh, The matter of shedding tears and giving them over to God is saying, thank you God and I trust you. I trust you for taking this. I trust you for comforting me right now. So there is in heaven a bottle with your name on it. He also has a bottle with Jesus' name on it because Jesus cried. I said, at the very beginning, I said, men don't cry. Well, in the Bible, there's several people, several men, in the Bible that cried and cried a lot. Jesus cried blood. He cried so hard, and he sweated blood and uh, cried horrible. Paul's name is going to be in heaven. Abraham, Esau's, Jacob, David, Jonathan, Ezra, Mordecai, Jeremiah. He was the weeping prophet. Job, Peter. So you say, boys don't cry, men don't cry, girls cry. And God knows these tears and fears and takes them from us, puts them in a bottle and records them in his book. We don't have to hang on to those sorrows. Jesus knew that. So when you start thinking you shouldn't, men, fathers don't need to cry, think back about Jesus. He cried for us and God took him from, you know, to help us through situations. So give them over to God. He is for us. And we get to heaven, he says in Revelation 21.4, that he will wipe away our tears from our eyes, and there will be no more death, no more sorrows, and no more crying. the Lord, because I've done my ocean full. (laughs) And crying, all these things are gone forever. So if you have an emotional mama, just bear with her. <laughs> and it's okay to cry. And uh, God will see you through it. And I know this week Cliff had a tough week and he kept he kept talking about, "Man, why is it affecting me so much? I've never cried so much in, a, you know, in the week." And he says, "I don't cry." And that's kind of what prompted me to do this and I remember when we first got married, his dad died. And he didn't cry. I'm balling, And he goes, I know she's in heaven. We're going to see her again. And I'm like, I know, but she's not here, you know. And he didn't cry. And I just didn't understand this. And he's always been a tough guy and didn't cry much and stuff. And crying to him was kind of foreign. But these couple of months, we've learned that um, the tears that we've shed, and we feel it, that God has taken them from us. And uh, he loves us. Amen.